to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm Are Rachel. You? I'm trying my best. I think we're all trying our best. Uh, we're going to be reviewing a manga turned OVA turned Netflix drama. Yeah. Maybe you've seen it if you have a Netflix and you look at the featured thing. It's called Good Morning Call. I have no idea how to pronounce that kanji. And that's not kanji, that's katakana, and it oh. literally just says, good morning call. Okay, cool. <laughs> so it's, it's good morning call in Japanese and English. Yeah, see, in, in Korean, the, it's just, if, if it's, if it, if it is sound, if it's a sounded out English word, it, with Korean characters, there's no, like, other character set to worry about. Like, I think there is in Japanese. Right? Well, uh, katakana is used, uh, sometimes for foreign words. So if you can read it, you can spell stuff out. Like, for call, that's the symbol for ka, and then ah, then uh. Do they use that for Japanese words, too? Um, yes, but usually hiragana, which are different symbols, is used for the phonetic. Uh-huh. And then kanji is the pictorial, and that's for more complex stuff. Like, kids can read hiragana and katakana. They don't really know kanji. Ah, okay. There's... Three language systems. Too much, too much. Yeah. If you're going to go to Japan, at least learn katakana, because odds are it'll be something in English just spelled Japanese-like. Yeah, well, I mean, that it was that way in Korea a lot, too. Like, I would sound stuff out, and I'd be like, oh, that literally just says pancake. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Anyways, Good Morning Call is a shoujo manga series created by Yue Takasuka. Yeah, Yue Takasuka. Uh, part of the story has been adapted into an OVA like Emily was just talking about. The original <laughs> manga, uh, the original run was September 1997 till April 2002, and we will come back to this. Yeah. The- <laughs> Important note. Take note. 97 to 02. Okay. And then in 2007, there was a sequel manga called Good Morning Kiss, and that's actually still ongoing. So if you end up watching this and liking it, you can actually go back and read and then still have more await you in the future. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. And then finally in 2016, a TV series was created with Fuji TV, and it partnered with Netflix. So it will say, like, Netflix original and all that crap, so... The only place you can see it is on the dark net or on Netflix. And Netflix really just gets someone else's password. Honestly. Honestly. Okay, so, uh, what is this manga turned anime, not anime. Live action. Live action series. A drama, a J-drama. What is it about, Emily? Give us a quick rundown. So, in short, because Wikipedia didn't have a detailed plot summary at all, there's a girl who is kind of ditzy, but is good-hearted and hard-working. Her name is Nao. N-A-O. Nao. <laughs> and she finally got the okay from her parents to get her own apartment in the city closer to her high school so she wouldn't have to live out in the countryside far away and make the long-ass commute. So she finally goes to her apartment, and then she quickly realizes that The apartment is double booked because someone else is already living there, and they both have to move in, and it's the school heartthrob, Uehara. And they don't like each other, and hijinks ensues, and you know. It's not, like, crazy. It's 
pretty typical, I would say, yeah. for a shoujo manga idea. Yeah. So they both, they're roommates together because um, Yuhara doesn't have parents and then she lived in the country. But they have to keep it a secret because it's so scandalous. Yeah, that a boy and a girl are living together. Japanese society is more conservative, but I think nowadays it's not really that big of an ideal. I don't know. I still know people in America that are not okay with a boy and a girl living together. And I'm just like, but gay people exist. <laughs> like, a girl and a girl or a boy and a boy living together could be scandalous too based upon people's yeah. preferences. So, I don't really get that, but there are definitely people here, too, who are conservative. Well, I think that goes for anywhere. And this was also created in the 90s. Yeah. And um, when her friend Daichi is like, I don't like you living with this guy, she's like, oh, you're so, like, conservative slash old-fashioned. Yeah. I think they had to put that caveat there because it's 2016, and honestly, I don't see the big deal, but then again... We're not Japanese, and our parents are not very strict or conservative, so. Yeah. So going back to it not being too over the fucking top, because we've all watched some live-action series that are way too over the fucking top. The Oran High School Host Club. Yeah. That well, was- that anime in general is over the fucking top. Yeah, okay. But that <laughs> live-action was fucking horrifying. <laughs> I got legit nightmares from that. <laughs> It was, it was like a funhouse mirror, and I was like, I don't like this. I mean, anime is over the top, and when you, when you do an adaptation of it, yeah, things are gonna get weird, you know? Mm -hmm. But I feel like, like, you don't have to stick to everything that's in the anime. Stuff, like, especially, sometimes even physical humor, it's like, it doesn't really translate, you know? It's okay to be an adaptation. Yes. I, I'm curious to see how uh, like to the manga this is, like how alike they are, because um, neither of us looked at this manga. No, um, but they show a lot of stills of it in the credits. Yeah, not during like no. that one weird live action thing we watched. Oh my, that uh, princes thing. Yeah, yeah, that was that was bad. This is much better. Um, this has the typical, like Emily was saying, shoujo feel to it, where, you know, you're like, oh my god, this is so cliche and I hate it, but at the same time, you're like, I love it! I love it! I need to watch more! I mean, we only got six episodes in because we're busy, but we're probably gonna finish it eventually. I'm hashtag hooked. I know, and like, I read, I read the summary on Netflix, I'm like, really? Come on. I was like, I know this is gonna be fucking stupid. But I'm gonna love every second of it and dedicate yep. my life to yep. it. Yep. So yeah, that is me with all shoujo, though. I feel like this is so fucking stupid, yet I cannot. I not cannot love look it, away. Yeah. Know? Ooh. I I mean I like I don't think the characters are too underdeveloped. Like now is kind of like a Mary Sue. Well, she's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's. Stupid, but she's a hard worker. Yes. And she's lazy. Yeah, but she's very sincere and, um, and it's not kind. Like she, and she's gorgeous. And they keep Yeah, like, and they're always like, you're so ugly now. And I'm just like, no, what are you seeing? They're like, you're such a plain Jane and yeah. you have a flat chest. 
And it's just like, this woman is fucking beautiful. What the hell? Yeah. And, I mean, they all have the same body type. Well, yeah, there's some slight variations, but... Yeah. She, she, she particularly, amongst all the other actresses, is very thin. Yeah. She's just very, a very petite person. And I guess her, her teeth are kind of large, but she has a big mouth, so... Yeah, and she has big eyes, like really big like eyes. Like a deer. Like gigantic. And bangs. Bangs are a personality trait. <laughs> I just hope you all know that. Yeah. So what do you think about the, how the male, the male characters in this show, including, I believe his name is Mitsuishi, which is like her friend, man friend, who eventually, spoilers, dates her girlfriend Marina. Oh, well, they don't really give him a lot of lines, but he seems cool. Daichi is like this, her childhood friend who is like a sports star. And honestly, this guy is fucking more attractive than the guy. They're, ooh, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Okay, because everyone in Now's fucking school is in love with Yuehara. Like like boys over flowers style. Like, he walks around the corner and they scream. Like, like a celebrity. But he's not. Yeah, but I would under... You know what? They should have made him, like, an idol or something. Yeah. Because that would be understandable, but he's just some dude. Or, like, a town hero or something, but, like, he's just... Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, he's attractive. Yes. But there, there is a guy at the noodle shop she works at. Yeah, her boss, super hot. He's the hottest guy in the whole damn he show. He is, yeah. So hot. Her, her, the guy who, yeah, her boss who teases her at work who's the son of the real boss, super hot. Her friend Daichi, who's her childhood friend, hot. Hot. Like, like, sports ripped hot. That kind of hot. Yeah, and it's just like... This uh, this guy is attractive, but like, I wouldn't scream if he walked around the corner. He had a very defined cubic spell, which I find attractive. He had very nice lips, and... I don't know. I think it was his 2007, like, follow-up boy haircut. Yeah. That just didn't cut it for me. Yeah. And at one point, he takes off his shirt, and he's just, like, thin. There's no muscle. Yeah. And I like, I like a little thickness, and he's just kind of there. I would say that he has, like, a very classic squoval face. Yeah. It's, it's like, he has a very square jaw, but it's rounded at the edges. Yeah. He kind of looks like, yeah, a squoval. Squoval head. I don't know. I don't know why they cast this guy. I mean, he's he's a great actor, but if he's supposed to be the hottest shit out there, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it either. Um, but he is attractive, and he is the main love interest of yeah. the story. For everyone, apparently. Everyone. They haven't had any gay romance, but we have a couple episodes left, almost half a season. I'm guaranteeing there's going to be some gay shenanigans. I want gay shenanigans more than life itself for this for this particular live action series. Between Uehara and Daichi? Yes! At one point, they like get up in each other's faces like, Uga, titi, yeah. she mine. And I was like, We're like, why? now kiss. <laughs> they, they got way too close. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, no. The rivals always get too close. Yeah. It's like, I smell really good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of want to kiss you, but, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
So how do you feel about uh, Uehara doesn't have parents, but he has an older brother and his older brother's fiance, who he had a crush on for and five loved, whole years and loved for no, he th- think he said eight years, and I was like, you really loved her when you were seven. I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Uehara. Okay. Anyways, well, how do you feel about um, her name is Yuri? Yeah. She is an interesting character, seems really ditzy, but also sophisticated, and someone who now looks up to because she's like, oh, I want to be like her, she's so fancy, uh, Uehara just, like, admires her so much, and, uh, she, she seems really nice, she gives gifts to now, she's like, thanks for taking care of, like, my brother-in-law and stuff like that, and then sometimes... She lets stuff slip, like, oh, uh, whenever I'm drunk, I just have to kiss someone. That's probably why Urehara, like, got mad and left and stuff like that. Yeah, apparently she kissed him, like, 20 times. Yeah, so maybe not the most faithful wife, but, I, I mean... Maybe not the most stable person. Yeah, she seems like a party girl. Yeah. Like, a party girl... Uh, who, when she isn't having a good time, shit goes down. Like in the yeah. last episode we saw. Yeah, no, well, we won't spoil that. Yeah. But she comes back in a big way yeah. into Uehara's life, and I'm just, like, having Inuyasha flashbacks. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I literally, when the episode ended, I was like, this is exactly like when fucking Kikio came back into Inuyasha and fucked shit up exactly like that. I still have scars on my heart oh my God. from all those episodes. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. This is one of the things that bugged me. A lot of the conflict in this show is driven by misunderstandings, which oh, yeah. a lot of romantic comedies are, but a lot of the situations could have been avoided if someone texted someone else yeah and let them know where they were or what they were doing or what they meant yeah and i'm just like why the fuck aren't they texting why isn't someone calling them like you can see that they have cell phones and then we found out that it was made in 1997 when there were no cell phones and so it's not really written into the source material yeah but like we were talking about this before we started recording but when you're making, like, a live-action series, you have to kind of think about that stuff. And we were like, why wouldn't it be just, like, a character flaw of either one of the main characters to just never have their phone with them or to have their phone always be dead? Or, yeah, or have, like, a cheap phone where the battery dies all the time or they have bad service or something. Yeah. it's. I felt like that could have easily, easily been written in. I know. At one point... Uehara and now had been living together for a while, a couple of weeks, and she's like, oh, why didn't you call me? And he's like, I don't have your phone number. Really? You don't have your roommate's phone number? Really? I don't know, man. That's bullshit. That, that's one of the things that bugged me, and I guess it's because of the source material. But then again, if you're making an adaptation in 2016, you gotta give a little, Netflix. You're so rich. Why didn't you think about this? Yeah, and I mean, sometimes, like, little bits of the plot are missing. Like, the episode we were watching last night, the power goes out in their apartment. And it's really cold outside. Oh, yeah, it's cold in Japan in December, but there's no snow. Go on. Yeah. (laughs) 
filming schedules, you know, whatever. Anyways, the power's out in their, in their apartment. Their fridge is, like, leaking something because the power's not on, even though it's cold, question mark. Yeah. Um, anyways, so she sits there in the apartment and hashtag is cold for, <laughs> <laughs> for hours. And I'm like, girl, even though the trains aren't running, I'm sure you could walk to somewhere where there is, where there's power and be warm. Yeah. Fuck your fridge. Like, what are you going to do to fix the fridge by sitting there being cold? I know. <laughs> like, put some towels around it, and then she could have gone into her bed and piled on blankets. You know? Yeah. She, she, she was just sitting in the living room with a single blanket wrapped around her. Yeah. Like a, like a, like a Matryoshka doll. Yeah. And I was just like, wear more clothes. Put on a winter jacket. And then the two love interests were like, oh, is she okay? And, like, rushing back to help her because the power is out? Yeah, it's like... She wasn't in danger. No! She literally could have left at any time. Um, They could have texted her. Her phone was on way before then. Like, she turned it off at one point because the battery was running low. But that was, like... Did she even do that? That Yeah, she did that. That that was, like... That was, like... That was, like, way, like, hours after the power had gone out. If they were actually worried, they would have called earlier. I know. So that was a huge, like, what the fuck plot line. I mean, maybe if they made it so that the lock on her door is electronic and so she can't leave or something and she's super cold because all their laundry is in the, like, washer and then the they can't put it in the dryer. Yeah. Again, forethought. Yeah. Forethought. That did not make sense. That it was not a good plot line. She was just hashtag cold. Yeah. <laughs> Which she is all the time. Honestly. Yeah, someone that then is probably cold a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think about the uh kind of manga esque touches they add to this live action sometimes? Like in one of the episodes we were watching, they you know, she pretends to like airplane feed him and he's like, What are you doing? No couples do this and she's like, They do and she like points over and it and it's like rosy light and like all the lights go out except for on the couple and there's like rose petals falling and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I like that. I thought that was really funny. They don't use it all the time, but when they do, it's for comedic effect, and I'm okay with that. I thought it was pretty clever, because he's like, you know, no one fucking does that. And she's like, "Explain!" <laughs> yeah. That was... How do you explain this? That was amazing. Yeah. Um, I also like how they include... Like rooftop scenes and stuff. That's so popular in animes. Oh my god! It's like it's like let's have a romantic confessional moment on the rooftop. And on this rooftop, there's benches. There's benches <laughs> and like a fence. Yeah. So well, you know you don't want anyone to. Well, jump. yes, yes, I know. But that I mean that's just very like yeah. you see that in animes all the time. So nice touches. I saw that in my animus. Nice touches. Oh, and when they go to the ramen shop, they actually let the actors eat. Oh my god, yeah, there's- I was like, I like could not believe my eyes, I was like, what? Uh, there's, there's a shot where three of her friends come in because she's working at a ramen shop, and they're served food, and then the camera shot is stationary, and it's just a time lapse of very sped up, like probably 10x sped up, and they're just eating giant bowls of ramen. Yeah. And, and then, then it, when they're done, then it goes back to normal, and I was like, Holy shit, they had to sit there and eat all of that just for that two-second shot. Yeah. But good on them for actually showing people, one, eating, two, having it be a hearty meal, you know? Yeah. 
Um, and I also really like the fact that the ramen looks real. It doesn't oh, yeah. look state. It looks like someone just made it. So they must have <laughs> made a partner deal with a ramen shop when they were filming, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna film, and you're gonna make us ramen. Cool." Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that touch. Very nice. Yeah. The last thing I want to touch on for this series, and also in other J dramas, K dramas, stuff like that, whenever there's a really popular boy. Girls at school cannot contain themselves, and it's like they're seeing the Beatles, and they scream. Why? Yeah, I don't get Why? that. Why? And then, through the series, Uehara and now pretend that they're dating, because they don't want anyone to think it's weird that they're, like, in the same place, in the same apartment. Yeah. So, they pretend they're dating, and then... Girls still scream and ogle him, and it's like, isn't that tacky? You know he's dating someone? Yeah. That's tacky. I think that's so rude. And, like, I, th- I feel like that doesn't happen realistically. Like, no. if there's a hot guy at your school, sure, you may whisper when he, like, comes around the corner to your friends, but you aren't going to fucking scream no. about it. No, you're just gonna, like, blush and, like, joke with your friend, and you're not gonna do that. That's my number one pet peeve. It's tacky and cliche. Ended. And that's what I have to say. (laughs) So what would you give the series out of ten? Ten being the best. Mm, I would give it a six. It's a classic shoujo. I am, like, waiting, waiting, waiting for them to realize that I like each other like every other shoujo and finally kiss. But, you know, not the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm going to give it an 8. I really like it. I am a sucker for shoujo. Even though I know shit is cliche, I will watch it anyway and love it and enjoy it and then weep about it when it's over. Yeah. So I'm excited to finish the series. I hope that they uh, get either a second season or that they make the uh, Good Morning Kiss. I think if this is popular enough, they will. So who knows? You should definitely check it out. I very much recommend it. Me too. So yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. And we host all of our episodes on Podbean. You can find us at soulmates.podbean.com, pretty sure. And also on iTunes, on Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcasts from... We're there. So thank you so much. Oh, and if you want to send us an email, you can send it to soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye.